0: Needs to be higher. Higher. Welcome to the show. It's higher. This is my show. Mm-hmm. Thanks for tuning in. Here it comes again. Yeah. Before I get into this, if this is your first podcast of mine, or any podcast at all, that is awesome, and congratulations. I also want to mention that I'm going to mention uh, Joe Rogan's podcast, and I know some people out there who are familiar or unfamiliar with him. Um, I just want to say that if you, if you consider him to be an unintelligent or extremely biased. I can almost guarantee that you have not listened to a full episode of his with one intellectual person. I'm talking about psychologists, scientists, biologists, uh, mathematicians, or whatever. He can typically hold his own pretty well with those people and can bring up different points and perspectives and uh, curiosities that I think an unintelligent person wouldn't likely be able to bring to the table. I'm not saying that he's extremely intelligent or that he his show offers a ton of knowledge, but his podcast has opened me up to various intellectuals and other podcasts and information that I might not have stumbled upon otherwise. What I'm getting at here is that if I say something about him or his podcast, like I'm going to, uh, and you just shake your head or immediately think that the next thing out of my mouth is going to be some sort of bro science or bullshit because of that, then I think you should revisit a podcast of his and maybe check out one with uh, either of the Weinstein brothers, Brett or Eric, and uh, maybe a Sam Harris one or, you know, just any other biologist or psychologist or something along those lines. And just, just listen with an open mind and try not to Try not to watch it with any sort of bias or anything like that. I mean, I, I, I guess we do have to be more critical of people that have such a large following. But at the same time, if you if you genuinely think that he's a dummy or has nothing to offer, uh, but silly opinions, then I think that in itself is kind of silly. Anyway, moving on here. I was listening to Joe Rogan's podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, with Tulsi Gabbard and Jocko Willing. Check it out. It's a, it's a great episode. They were discussing debates and the shortened time to speak and come up with coherent thoughts and solutions on the spot. Joe mentioned something about Apple or YouTube or something like that, hosting the debates and you know leaving it open for much longer instead of trying to shorten everything which I totally agree with. I'm sure a lot of people would agree with that. Tulsi talked about the declination of viewers as the debates have gone on and that she's actually had people tell her that they don't have time to watch or that they don't even get anything from it anyway. Hearing that they don't have time for it seems crazy since these people are only allotted such a short amount of time to speak as it is. So how can people not have time for that? It's probably because... The debate segments are sectioned in between bullshit commercials. I have already expressed my opinions about advertisements in my last podcast, but I'll quickly reiterate that they suck. After hearing that little part of the podcast, it made me think perhaps the debates should not only be extended for everyone to be able to legitimately discuss things, but maybe not promote it as something like, an evening TV show where these people can essentially become actors and actresses to perform for their audience, their their audience, (laughs) their audience. Uh, We definitely want to be able to see their true character and uh, watch them interact with each other and others and uh, see how they compose themselves in general. I mean, especially in a tight situation, but who's to say that anyone is accurately represented in one of these debates? On TV, Maybe it would be better to just have them all sit in a conference room and maybe have it live streamed or something like that where you can tune in if you can or just come back to it later and watch the entire thing whenever you have the time to. They could have it set up pretty much just like it is now on television, but with extended time frames and or or maybe even unlimited. I don't know. Just not have them at their little pulpits. To uh, affect their ego or influence their delivery. Aren't debates essentially competitions? Competitions of this sort really put pressure on one or the other, right or wrong, left or right, black or white, man or woman. How about looking beyond all of that polarizing bullshit regarding one person and one party? And let's really dive into the gray areas and perhaps find some common ground. Maybe when we find that common ground, then both quote unquote sides could have a better understanding of how each came to their conclusions. I don't know. Maybe one single person as president of this entire nation is a horrible idea these days. I mean, we're still holding on to ideals and adhere to rules and rights that were written in a completely different society with only a fraction of the amount of people that we have now. We're talking approximately two and a half million people in 1776, whereas we're looking at 329-ish million people today. To make it easier to understand, right now the city of Chicago has more people than the, the United 13 states over 240 years ago when the Declaration of Independence was coming into existence. That's just one city that was bigger than all the United States at that time. Society has changed very much so from only 19 years ago at the turn of the century. There are now words we cannot and shall not use. There are manufactured materials that are not being used anymore because we found out they were hazardous or terrible for the environment. Males want to be females and females want to be males. And some people want to be animals, whatever else there is, the list can go on, but we are just simply in a different world right now. I mean, think back to that time and what kind of society was, um, was ideal or how do they see the future exactly that what's, what was that mindset at that time with that amount of people. Surely knowing that there would be more people and more area and more land, but it's just kind of crazy to think about. I don't want to think about it anymore. So back to the debates. Another example of a negative aspect from being positioned in those televised debates is um, maybe somebody just trying to win over the crowd by saying something Powerful, or, you know, if I were president, I would be looking for blah, 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 or blah, blah, blah. Then the next person that's reacting to that statement, filled with adrenaline, and they try to be combative and win over the crowd just the same, like a, you know, tug of war. And then they throw out their powerful counter statement that's, you know, well, that's nice, but if I were president, I'd be more focused on this. And that, instead of focusing on what you had said, (laughs) because the real problem lies in blah, blah, blah. I don't know why these people talk this way, but um, that's what is coming out of my mouth right now. Anyway, uh, the crowd gets all amped up and cheers because they're basically just watching these people battle it out in front of everyone. Not everyone knows the important details And some of these candidates might, they may just be acting as uh, the most assertive and presentable candidate because they know they only have a certain amount of time to make that right impression. Being forced into such a small space to address very important standpoints is probably not going to give you the best result of uh, truly knowing your candidates. Imagine meeting someone you've never met before at an important dinner event or something like that. And... You know, you only have a short amount of time to let the other person or people experience the real you and what you're all about. Especially if you're shy or uncomfortable somehow. Either way, sometimes we make ourselves more presentable to those we don't know just so we don't look immature or unprepared or lazy or anything negative. But once you break the barrier of formalities and get comfortable enough... You might ask some questions or answer some questions that really show some personality and perspective. And in those cases, I, I think you ultimately have a better interaction. I think that's what we need more of from candidates, presidential candidates, just real conversations, real passion to better the country and its people. Not just, not just passion to win a debate on TV so you can be president. I'm definitely not saying that all candidates have that sort of mindset at all. I'm just saying that it would be less likely or even necessary for someone to have that sort of mentality if they aren't put into a position uh, to essentially perform for their audience and battle their opponents. I don't know. The, I think the leadership of our nation shouldn't really be a competition, it should be more of a collaboration. I'm not even sure it would be beneficial to embrace a republic or a democracy specifically. Uh, It it would make much more sense to merge and amend things to be more up to date with the world today. We can't let the outcries of a few make it ultimately harder for the majority. But we also can't silence and ignore the minority just because they're not the majority. I think everyone should be allowed to vote somehow. Maybe over a certain age, you can vote for everything while under a certain age or under a certain level of intelligence or life experience, the voting privileges would be limited somehow. Maybe you're just sitting there shaking your head at how dumb I sound. I don't know enough about this stuff, and I'm not putting this out there as, listen to me, I know what's going on, because I don't. And I'm just genuinely curious to learn more and I just don't have enough knowledge of either side to uh, embrace the left or the right specifically, like a lot of people do with such confidence. It's 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 like they treat their sides as you know football teams or something. It's very it's very passionate, very uh, very real, and it that's a case too where I wonder if is it is it real and is it passionate because you just want to win? You just want to be on the right side? Or do you really, do you really give a shit about the world you live in? And are you really considering other alternatives and perspectives for that ideal world and ideal society? Or are you just hung up on being on one side of the fence or the other? I would hope that you have the courage to ask yourself that truly if you are listening to this and you are hardcore right or hardcore left for whatever reason, what is that reason? Is it because you think that the other side is dumb or, you know, whatever, it, it, it should not have anything to do with a side of anything. It's, it's an ideal. It's a, it's a, it's a view. It's a goal. It's something that we could all do in, you know, in harmony somehow. But there is no harmony if it's one or the other. I'm just trying to say that we need to readjust a little uh, for today's society. I mean, how do other societies do things? Could we not incorporate a few different methods to our madness? Why does it have to be one way or the other? Why does it have to be this person or that person? Why can't it be a large committee of people that come from many different walks of life and at different ages and stages of life? Some kids out there under 10 probably have a better head on their shoulders than I do simply because of their genetics and their environment. They might have solutions to several problems that older people scratch their heads at. We generally have old, well-off people running our nation, which does not really represent our nation, does it? I'm well-off enough to have my own recording equipment and home where I can make this and broadcast it, but uh, someone down the street might not have electricity because they lost their job and can't afford to pay their bills. Not that they should be making decisions versus me. I'm just saying that we aren't all represented in the current seats of government. It's not as easy as electing some people to run the country. It's, it's deeper than that. We have to try and educate people as to what constitutes our civic duties and a civil living in these free United States free is a tough word to use sometimes when you see some of the limitations we have put on ourselves freedom of speech as long as it doesn't hurt someone's feelings we still can't even purchase and use a plant in less than half of the country because why because it kills people because it's addictive (laughs) grow up peter pan it's a fucking plant that has been proven to have medical benefits while the actual addictive and a harmful substance alcohol is widely accepted and daily puts people in rehab and hospitals if it doesn't kill them first. Progress takes time and you know, that's obvious but the whole marijuana issue and prohibition is has moved way too slow. I recently watched the first part of a documentary on PBS about a college program used in prisons to help properly rehabilitate and correct inmates who will be released back into society. I don't think that's the case around the nation, but I think it should be if you want criminals to not be released back into the wild as criminals. If they aren't taught anything or provided anything extra other than being around a bunch of criminals, I don't really know what you would expect after releasing them. I think this was just a two-part series, and I have not seen the next part, so Uh, I might have more to discuss on that later, but I would recommend watching the first part because it is very interesting and it's, it's good to know what is happening to people in prison that are being released into our society. Anyway, so to bring this to a close, a lot of our priorities are ass backwards and we need to fix a ton of shit and not just worry about whose face we're going to be seeing on the news for the next four, or eight years, maybe. Let's just start some improvement with uh, the election process first. How about that? Let's start invoking more conversation, more time for conversation, less fucking ads. Start listening to people with different views instead of immediately interjecting your own views without considering someone else's at all. If you think you are remotely intelligent, think about where that intelligence came from. It likely wasn't installed into your brain in your sleep or anything weird like that, you actually had to learn something from someone or something. How would you expect to keep gaining intelligence and to continue learning when you walk around closed minded and pretend like you know everything already? Mm hmm. Rusty's escape pod. It's a skate